This is the Cassie Conway's Rad Podcast, and I am Cassie Conway. I'm a six-figure celebrity hairstylist and makeup artist whose life radically changed after my dad's sudden death. I became a renegade to my past life of drugs and alcohol and decided to travel the world by myself. Join me as I share my journey of self-discovery, healing, and joy, as well as the people I met along the way. to do a podcast with one of my really, really, really good friends, Morali. She has been here for me um, through thick and thin. And especially when I lost my dad, she was really here for me and she has been a great guide for me. And during this dumb COVID pandemic, I started having panic attacks again because I have an anxiety disorder. So, and I know that this isn't something a lot of people talk about. And it definitely is really hard when you have anxiety to be able to even connect with people. So that's why I am having her come on and she just helped me through a lot of stuff and she gave me a lot of techniques and she definitely understands just what I was going through and what everyone else is going through during this time of just grieving and anxiety and all this stuff. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and you can find out where to follow her and all that stuff. Hey guys, I'm Morali Natalia, um, and I'm a singer, actress, and musician. My handle is at music, M-U-S-I-C, Morali, M-A-R-A-L-I, and I uh, am here with Cassie. We do parallel each other's lives in many ways. I also lost my father and did not know that they that I was... The root of my panic attacks were because of that, which we will get into a bit later. But I'm so happy to <laughs> be here with her. I'm and, so happy to have you here. And if anybody, any of you do know her, you already know what a light she is in this world. Oh. And if you don't know her, I mean, I think her spirit pretty much shines through any picture or any video you see of her on Instagram. So oh, I'm so actually sweet. very honored to talk about this and I think a lot more of us wish we could talk about it and a lot of us feel very alone with this but you're not alone and I more people than you know suffer from panic attacks and anxiety disorders so yeah and that's one of the things that <clears throat> why I wanted to bring you on not only because I've wanted to like bring you on anyways because I just we do parallel in a lot of ways and I've gotten a lot of wisdom from you um, on just how to navigate life and just grieving and what that looks like, even though it's really, it looks different for a lot of people, but just to have a healthy way of processing that. And then I, having anxiety is really isolating. It's tremendously isolating. I think that's the worst, most damaging part about it is that it's so isolating and people minimize it and just kind of say like, oh, just calm down. And it's like, it's a lot more than just calming down. Like you like wish you could just calm down. You're like, dude, if I could calm down, I would do that like, like an hour ago. I would have calmed down. Yeah. But when did, so my, my anxiety started, I mean, obviously I've had a really, I had a very brutal drug history and kind of growing up was a little traumatizing. So I have always had anxiety, but my panic attacks and like I had super bad social anxiety um, when I was using drugs. And then afterwards, um, and especially around losing my dad and stuff, I definitely, the panic attack, I always have anxiety, but the panic attacks and the amount of like just overwhelming, like almost shut down, um, started happening. And then I also get seizures when I get too bad of panic attacks where my body just 
gives up. So that's kind of where a lot of people I don't think could get that like panic attacks are. Mm-hmm. We kind of like throw it around like I'm having a panic attack right now. You're like, right. You're like, no, you're not. But um, so that's like, what's cute. your like? Yeah. <laughs> um. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Same. Okay. So my history, I guess I would say. Uh, well, unknowingly, it was because of the death of my father. Yeah. And uh, what happened was, like, long story short, so I'm from Florence, Italy, and we went to go f- uh, uh, meet to, to have a little family reunion, my mom and I, um, in Italy. And she had a flight before I had a flight. So she was getting out before I was getting out. And that night, uh, before she left, I got really sick. I started throwing up, shaking. I was like, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, it it was like the most paralyzing feeling I've ever felt. And I had no idea about panic panic attacks at Mm -hmm. all. And I thought maybe I ate something bad. And so I had pinned it on that. Oh, I must have eaten something bad. That's why I'm throwing up. Then I would go fast forward to when I visit my mom in the Bay Area because I live in LA and she lives in the Bay Area. The nights before I would go to go back to LA, I would start the same thing would happen. I would start throwing up, I get shaky, I couldn't like, and then I started noticing my thoughts and it all boiled down to the fact that um, I was afraid that I was gonna lose my mom because I lost my dad. Mm -hmm. And so that was that. Then another form it came into was when I when I was a kid, I was um, sexually abused, and uh, I would date a guy, and then all of a sudden, we the guy's fine, and we're doing great, and I really like him. He really likes me. But as soon as it'd be time to go to sleep, I would I would feel trapped, and I felt like. I couldn't escape and I would start getting a panic attack. So um, then I realized it's because I was, you know, subconsciously, even if I had been with this guy and we'd been intimate with each other, it didn't, it didn't matter. Subconsciously, I had this fear that this person's going to hurt me mm-hmm. in whatever way, emotionally, mentally, whatever. So those are the forms that came in. And then if any of you have ever had a panic attack, you are fearing having a panic attack. Mm -hmm. So for years they said, you know, get on Xanax, get on Xanax, get on Xanax. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Till it got to the point where half of the lowest milligram, half of that, like, I was like, okay, fine. I'm desperate at this moment. I will try half of it just to see what's going to happen. And it would stop yeah. the panic attacks. And But I stopped shortly after because I really wanted to work on myself to figure out natural ways to be able to like beat this Like actual coping mechanism. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can't, you actually cannot carry around Xanax with you everywhere. Because I had a thing on my keychain that I put <laughs> half the Xanax in there. And I was like, if I ever need it, it's right here. And then that thing fell off. And then I was like, okay, so I'll put it in my bra. Then it was like, I would I'd take my bra off and the Xanax go flying and I totally forget about it. Then somebody's dog would eat it. And then something, it was yeah. always like something. So now you have more anxiety because you might poison someone's dog, dog. from eating your Xanax. <laughs> exactly. And so then so I, it's become a spiral. It's a spiral. <laughs> and then so then finally I was like, I got to get rid of the Xanax. And 
I like that that's why you got rid of it. I would, I, they always have, were pushing me to pers- like get on medication and stuff because I deal with like, I've always operated at probably a level of five of anxiety is just like my normal day to day. And most normal people don't and acquire that as they're like normal's like zero to one. And so yeah. I operate at this high level anxiety. And so then when anything's like really triggering, like my dad passing away, COVID, um, I had to find, so I had to like navigate, like, what do I do to help with this problem? Like, because you want to be able to have a coping mechanism versus medicate because my theory, at least for me, and if you have to take medication, that's, that's for each and every person's individual, like what they need to do. But for me, I was just like, if I use this, then what if I don't have it? How much worse is this feeling going to be in this moment right now because I don't have it anymore and this feeling is really shitty right now so I can't imagine it being any worse than what it's at. So that was my theory on just how to do, get through and coping with it. So now Morales well, helped me with coping through Okay, well let, let, let's, let's uh, if I can just like piggyback yeah. on that. It's funny because yes, there are moments when I didn't have the Xanax. Yeah. So... Then, yeah, and I would get, I was about to get a panic attack, and you know what? In that moment, I, there's times that I had it, I had the panic attack, and after that, I was like, when I didn't have it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I actually have to think for myself right now, I actually have to like figure this out, and, and when you're in that moment of fight or flight, mm-hmm. you figure it out, because the thing is, you haven't figured it out, but you... If you do it enough times, you'll force yourself to figure it out. Yeah. And that's what I did. I started getting to a point where I was like, well, first I read so many books. I've read probably seven books on panic disorder. I've watched so many videos. I've done so many things that to the point where right now, like when she's saying that I can help, it's because I, I honestly do know how it feels like and I know what works worked for me so I mean if I can help anybody who's listening to be able to overcome this and know that that your thoughts are not you I that would just make me so happy because I know how horrible this is Mm -hmm. I used to say it's like the worst thing that I've ever had to deal with and I've dealt with you know the loss of my father and a bunch of other things that were horrible this thing had a hold on me where I felt like I'm a prisoner of my in my own mind yeah, and yeah. you were very proactive about figuring it out. And I think that's the biggest thing with anyone going through any of this is that the only thing we can do is be proactive. And some of the stuff that like we'll tell you as suggestions, you're going to be like, fuck that, I don't want to do it. Or it sounds stupid. It sounds dumb. But yeah, it, at the end of the day, at least if you come prepared and knowing this stuff before you need it, at least you have another tool in your toolbox of things to try and to try to like ease the amount of anxiety you have. So I've come up with a bunch of things where every day it helps me ease the amount of anxiety I have, but then I do have triggers where I will have a panic attack, like just depending on my living situation or anything like that. So you don't even know where that's the thing about panic attacks. I'm sure anyone listening to this understands it. You don't even know where it comes from. You'll just be taking a walk in the park. You'll be doing something fun. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. And you're like, 
what's happening and that's mm -hmm. how crazy the subconscious mind is but literally it's one of those things like you said being proactive about it doing doing certain things every day will lead to a bigger bigger picture but also yes you have to you have to be prepared to to be in almost like a battle with your mind and you mm -hmm. need to have the proper tools to be able to do that in the moment before it happens because for the longest time like that's not working it's not working it's not working i'm having a panic attack i'm like like yeah. and i'm like no that's it stop listening to that that thought listen to these things and these are the things that some of the things that i'm i'm gonna share yeah. with you guys so yeah and it's kind of takes a charge out eventually like yeah you come from such a heightened place that when you start going through it it takes more and more of the charge out so one of the things that morality taught me that helped me a lot which sounds so like so the breathing exercise is really like a tangible item that you can hold on to that you can breathe through it has been so amazing. So her breathing exercise, I'll have her describe it because obviously it's like harder for me to figure out. Right. Okay. So this, this helped me so much. And this is one that I did in my car. Like when I started, like start freaking out it, and it sounds so silly, but it's, it works so well. Okay. So can I start with, with a couple things right before we go yeah, into yeah, the yeah. breathing? Okay. So first of all, you have the thought, whatever, then you're like, I'm going to have a panic attack. Okay. So Right in that moment, the first thing that I suggest is you see a stop sign in your mind. Literally, right now, it's like saying, don't think about a pink elephant in the room, like you're gonna think about a pink elephant. Mm -hmm. So think about stop. We have, we have seen this stop sign how many times in our lives? For some reason, it goes into your subconscious mind. Right then, when you see stop, all you can see is stop, okay? Um, second, I suggest after the stop, you just, you tell yourself, I am safe, I'm okay, and I have air to breathe. I am safe, I'm okay, I have air to breathe. Because the thing is that we think we don't have air to breathe. We think there's not enough air. We think that uh, we're not okay and we're not safe. So we need to tell our mind, it's like you telling a friend, so your mind is your friend, and you tell the friend, I, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay, and you're safe. And after that, the stop sign and telling your mind that, start doing the breathing exercises right away, which it's gonna be hard to explain, but if you're covering one nostril and breathing in the other nostril, you would breathe in for four, hold it for four, and then you switch the, the nostril you're, you're holding to the other nostril you're holding and breathe out the other nostril. I know this sounds so kind of weird. So let's start with like, so, so I'll start on the right side and I'm closing, I'm breathing out of my nose, so you're mouth gonna, closed. Mouth closed, so breathe in. in through my left. Hold for four. Hold the other nostril now. Breathe out that nostril, one, two, three, four. Breathe in that nostril, one, two, three, four. Hold for four, one, two, three, four. Out the other nostril, two, three, four. So you're switching from left to right. So you breathe in through the right, hold for four. Out through the and left. out through the left. Hold for four, and then you breathe in through the left four, out. out. 
So when so you're you, just you switching want, from side to right, side, you want to make sure you're breathing in through that same that that nostril, and you're breathing out through that nostril as well before you go to the next. I one. keep wanting to. I'm it's like, there's got to be a better word than nostril, but nose hole doesn't count. No, no, nose hole doesn't. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> So I'm sure if you, I'm sure if you also, cause I didn't come up with this, obviously, um, if you, you look, help. look it up, it should just breathing, um, where, I mean, if you just, I don't even know how you'd Google it, but holding your well, nose, breath, yeah. like, like breath work, breath work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, if you know about box breathing, it's like box breathing, but you picture the box or you breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four, breathe in for four. Hold for four, it's breathe out. It's basically becoming more mindful of something outside of yourself. Because in the moment of having a panic attack, it feels like you're so caught and someone's on your chest and you're spiraling and you're so in your head. And you, So by being able to separate yourself with like visualizing a stop sign or even um, with the breathing technique and just telling yourself that you are safe, you are loved, like those types of yeah. things, it kind of brings you yeah. back into reality. And I would highly suggest when this... Like, if you feel like your anxiety is starting to kick in, this is what messes me up. When I feel like my anxiety is starting to kick in, that means I need to up, for me, at least my daily activities, is like work out far more, mm. really focus on meditating and praying mm -hmm. in my morning, setting my intentions, and really redialing back to those things and not just letting it spiral. Because what we, I feel like happens is you start feeling anxiety, then you're rushing through your day, your anxiety's billowing up, billowing up, and versus you just like going like, hey, I have anxiety, I'm seeing this, I'm gonna, you know, do an extra long workout and get really sweaty then and kind of help alleviate it, or meditate, or just eat healthier, go to bed earlier, doing those things to be kind to yourself to kind of ease the wave of the panic that'll come because of too much anxiety. Like, I feel like anxiety is like this little ball that like, it's like a balloon. You're blowing it up and blowing it up and blowing it up and then it pops. The popping is the, the panic attack. Yep. And, and like, you have to stop it before yeah. that happens because some because if you're going to yes, it's you're going to try in the middle of a panic attack, but trying in the middle of the panic attack is is near impossible to stop. And and it when you get to the panic attack, instead of just instead of judging yourself, and I know right now you're not going to be thinking about this in a panic attack. Instead of judging yourself, just tell the panic attack Great, we're gonna do this, bring it on and see if that panic attack comes. This is mm -hmm. before it, you know, because the, the thing is we're fearing the panic attack so much that we're not allowing it to pass. And if you have the panic attack, know it's gonna pass. So just write it yeah. out, write it out. Forever. It's gonna, it's not gonna stay forever and it will not kill you. Trust me, I have Googled, will a panic attack kill me? probably like I don't even know how many times and guess what I'm standing here talking sitting here actually talking to you and I'm not dead yeah. so and you know the craziest thing about panic attacks too is and this is the part that trips me up is like you'll have this panic attack you're overwhelmed with these emotions and then you start hearing this dumb lie like yep. you'll start hearing these bold-faced lies being told to you about yourself mm -hmm. that are not true some of them are you're so broken you deserve to be alone because you're in this panic What's attack. What's wrong like, with gonna, you? Yeah, who's going to love wrong with you? you? Yeah. Um, another one was like, I mean, you just hear these lies. And you're like, that's not true. Like, people do love me. People do value. And, like, everyone loves you. Everyone values you. It's just you're having a moment. And you have to just start creating a new life system, especially when in a moment of so much stress right now, 
that you can help her alleviate a lot of the stress. So like when my dad first passed away, I started doing like three workouts a day because that was like what, and I cut back on work because that's all I could do. I was waking up with so much anxiety every morning that I didn't know what to do with it. And I knew that I couldn't have a panic attack because my panic attacks lead to seizures eventually. So I had to maintain it and control as much anxiety as I could. So these are just merely tools to like, when you're in a panic attack, to be able to like work through. Like, thank God I have Morali because I called her and she got me off the, um, like got me out of the panic attack, even though I talked to multiple other people. But if someone doesn't understand what anxiety is and they've never experienced a panic attack, they don't really know how to talk to you. And so you you have to love on those people that they're trying their best for you, but they're maybe not the best person for you to turn to when you're freaking out a little bit. You gotta find those friends and like that's why we're talking about it now so that there's an open discussion so people don't feel so isolated because it's the most isolating thing. It is no the one most gets it. isolating. Yeah, especially feeling like someone doesn't understand. I remember I had a boyfriend and he would just say, he'd sit there and witness me going through this. And he just was like, no, calm down. You're going to be okay. It's calm down. And, and I'm just like, and I, I couldn't even like, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I felt paralyzed. And one more thing that I actually never talked to you about, but, uh, but this is something that really, really, really helped me. Um, your, your health has a lot to do with like, I love what she's saying about the exercise and the mental health of like meditating. Another thing that I, I, I did, which sounds kind of weird, but, um, I did a lot lot of research on it. Okay. So everyone take, get a jar, fill it with Himalayan, a pink Himalayan sea salt. I mean, and pick oh the, the Himalayan pink, pink sea salt. It's sea salt, right? Yeah, it's not it's, just pink Himalayan salt, is it? Well, whatever you know. Whatever it's the, pink the pink Himalayan one. salt. Okay, take that. Put it in the bottom of the jar or whatever. Fill the rest of it with water. Let it sit in there, um, so it becomes an elixir. Like just let it sit there for I don't know, a couple days. Every morning, uh, take. Um, oh, water the trace minerals in it. Yes. Take the water and add a shot of that to your water and drink it. A lot of times we think that we're, we're, it could be very chemical. So the thing is that, um, applying trace minerals to your, to your diet and B vitamins is a very good thing to do as well. Because what happens is that when you're, when you're stressed and you have anxiety, you're deplete, your adrenal glands are fatigued. And when your adrenal glands are fatigued, um, you're all, it's depleting all your B vitamins, uh, the serotonin and all this, like all these agents that are supposed to help you, they're, they're being taken away from you. And what do we do? We wake up and we drink coffee. Okay. Drinking coffee is great. Trust me. I'm from Florence, Italy. I drink coffee. (laughs) I've been drinking coffee since I was like five, okay? I'm the real OG coffee drinker. But I will tell you, (laughs) B vitamins. Take take, um, calcium, magnesium. Mm -hmm. Take, and I'm no doctor. I'm just telling you what works for me. Yeah, and this is what I use too. And it's helped a a tremendous amount in my mental mindset. B vitamins. And magnesium. Magnesium. Um, and so these things will help to sometimes marijuana, if it's legal where you are, if it's legal where you are, take one that's not going to be too (laughs) sativa driven. So you're not like, ah, in your mind too much, but honestly, your diet, 
eating donuts, drinking too much coffee, having, not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but when you're having these, a lot of anxiety and panic. And alcohol or anything alcohol. like that. That's the worst. Terrible. Alcohol will deplete all of your adrenal glands. It's yeah. like the worst thing for you. You drink, you eat a lot of leafy greens, eat things that are going to help. all the things help. that you don't want to do because they're healthy. Do that. Do everything opposite of what you're doing. And Ser- no, <laughs> like seriously, it makes a probably, huge yeah huge difference 100%. So, um and I'm I'm speaking here with you guys out of experience of no longer having panic attacks when I had panic attacks for 7 years. So, I'm just letting you know what worked for me. And there's so much hope in that too that I never thought this would happen ever. Like you don't have to just be like, this is how my life is. No, there's so much hope. This is only merely a chapter of your life. And it's something that can be overcome. Like I still do suffer from panic attacks, but are they much more controllable now? And like, can I get over them a much easier, much more easily without harming myself? 120%. And so like, the fact that I went a year and a half before I had another panic attack, that's great. That's awesome. Like, it really is amazing. Yeah. And that, and that when you see that progress and when you start accepting yourself for, for who you are and not what your thoughts are, because your thoughts are going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I, I multiple times being in the middle of a panic attack, I, I and I'm a very happy person and I love life and I, I'm very like, you know, Mm -hmm. full of life. I love, you know, it's like in the middle of a panic attack, I've literally thought to myself, there's no reason to live. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to live. If this is the way I have to live and have to deal with this where I'm not free, I'm literally a prisoner of my mind and my mind is telling me that you're this and you're that and you can't and blah, blah. And all this happens while you're having panic attack. And then when you're done, and, and the moment you're like, I got to get help. I got to read books. I got to meditate. I got to do this and that. And then when you're done with the panic attack, you completely forget until your next panic attack. So doing the maintenance, it's like yeah. maintenance on you wash your face and put your serums and your creams and your this. Yeah. Or if you're a guy, you go to the, or everybody does this. I don't know. I'm not trying to, no, no one's, no one's a. I don't know. What are you going to say? Just say it. I was going to say like, you know, guys, they go to the gym, but girls go to the gym too. But I mean, I'm just saying like, there are certain things that like, that people do that are like, I want to, you know, I want to mm-hmm. maintain my body. I want to have a six pack. I want my skin to look like this. I want to. Okay, you're doing the maintenance, doing the things yeah. that Cassie's saying, like working out and meditating, and if you want to smoke a little weed here and this and that, yeah. all and, of those are maintenance. Yeah, and staying away from, um, that was another huge one, is when you feel like there's a lot of negative stuff out, like so Instagram is kind of a volatile place right now, especially with the state of the world and everything because we're in the middle of COVID, um, that if it's not bringing you joy and there isn't happiness in it, and it's causing you stress and anxiety, fucking get rid, rid of, of it. it. Like, why are you actively looking at it? And it, it could be someone that you're dealing with, like family members. That's the most unfortunate thing about death and stuff is you now you're dealing with family members maybe you don't see. And so it's really hard for you to, like, because we all know you're in charge of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. But when you're around other people, it kind of makes it hard. So the biggest thing is, is being able to see what is causing you anxiety and, and walking yourself through, like, okay, what is actually causing this? And then seeing what you can possibly do to control that situation. So if it's like 
your anxiety is being driven by watching too much Netflix. Okay, then we're gonna delete the next your Netflix like account, and you're gonna start doing something else. Like I need to work out more, whatever. But just being really aware of like this doesn't make me feel good. I'm gonna stop doing this, and just stopping, even if it makes it crazy. Even and if you're, you're on timeout, yeah. you're just on timeout, okay? Like you, you yeah, love just for one like of, a week, right? You love one of your friends, but she's always talking about how shitty her relationship is, or some exactly. guy she met on Tinder, and she just talks and talks and talks about that. Okay, cool. You love her, just give her a minute and and like focus on yourself. Yeah, you can still love people from a distance, and yeah. it doesn't mean you love them less. But and like I love Dateline, you know. Like yeah, what but can I say? You can't like watch that much I either. watch. I was watching Dateline like every night, and then wondering why I'm waking up and feeling claustrophobic, and I'm like, oh my god, blah blah. blah. Or like you know when when the unfortunate incident with uh, George Floyd happened, I was watching the news twenty four seven. So what was I naturally having dreams about? George Floyd and people dying and all that. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying to be blind to the world, but sometimes you Maybe really don't to be so saturated. Yeah, and to make to make the world a better place and make other people good, you know, be yeah. a light in their life. Sometimes you need to restrain from everything that is happening to give yourself a reset button and have some time with yourself. Go walk in nature. Yeah. You know, like just give yourself like a, some sort of buffer. Yeah. And sometimes I mentally picture like when I'd have negative clients, I'd mentally picture a bunch of roses in between, like a hedge of roses, beautiful roses in between me and that person. And all their words were flowing into the roses. And, and that means all their negativity, all their energy were flowing into the roses and then I could actually hear it. And for some reason, that weird mental boundary I put in between me and that person, which is so hard to do when you're actively looking at Instagram, it's not like, because you, you don't know what you're gonna see next when you're like yeah. scrolling, or the yeah. news. You have yeah. no idea what the next episode is gonna be about. But just being having that little buffer and keep doing it, even though it sounds so stupid, you can actually hear people's words without feeling their stuff. Which yeah. is crazy, because sometimes a lot of our anxiety isn't actually our own. It's other people's that we're picking up. Especially if you're an empath, which that's a whole nother thing because I am an empath. And I <laughs> that's do up feel for like another episode. I, that's for another episode, but I think that Cassie yeah. might be that kind <laughs> too. So when we take on other people's feelings and everything, it doesn't mean don't be a compassionate person, but I do feel like you really got to... You got to protect yourself. You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your heart and your mind and especially in everything that's going on now, like... Uh, these things are very, I know it's a lot, yeah. a lot, but start with one thing and that's it. Just start with that one thing, then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Don't be overwhelmed with, okay, now I got to do this and I got to do that. Now I got to see a stop sign and then breathe this and do that. And yeah. do blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. Just take one. It's like, it's a, they're all tools that you can utilize and you just start with one thing at a time. And maybe it's one thing you do for a month that, like that you implement in your day and then you add another layer. Now you have two things you implement and it took you two months. So it doesn't, you don't have to do the most in it, but these are just simply resources. And just know that you are so loved and you are so perfectly cared for. And even with our little things and our stuff, like that, that you don't have to feel isolated with it because there's a, so many other people that suffer from it. They just don't talk about it. And when you start talking about it, you'll find start finding more people that have are going through the same things as you and you don't have to be alone with those feelings that you have. So I hope you guys follow Morali on Instagram. What's your Instagram guys? Thanks guys. It's music morali 
and that's music and then m-a-r-a-l-i yeah, and i'll post all her um info in the links Thanks. below but thank you so much for talking to me and like literally this week i got really down the black hole of conspiracy theories which i won't i feel like that's a whole i don't even know if i should even have that as an episode because it's just i, I don't think know. it's interesting i don't fucking know, I don't about know. any of that but, stuff but i definitely had a panic attack so i deleted my instagram <laughs> I mean, it's still active. You can go find my profile. I removed the app from my phone because I was like, dude, I need a space. Because if you're empty, how can you pour into anyone else if you're an empty vessel? Definitely. And, and a lot of things that are going on right now are very depleting. It is very Everything is depleting. very depleting right now. So you got to find the joy and you got to be a renegade for hope and find that hope wherever that is. Like that's what like a renegade is. It just, it, it doesn't have to fit normal culture, but just find it. And I really do hope, I'm, thank you so much for having me, and I really, really do hope that you guys, uh, even if you take a couple of the things I said and apply them to your life, that will make me so happy because I understand that this thing is a very, very hard thing to overcome. And like Cassie said, a lot of us go through it, and a lot of people don't want to admit to it, mm -hmm. but... Um, we're all in this together and we all can overcome this together. So uh, best of luck and wishes. And I'm praying for all the people listening that, uh, that you guys will all be healed from panic attacks. Yes. Everyone can be it's healed. It's possible. From panic Never thought so, but it's yeah, possible. Totally. Okay. I love you so much. And I then, love you. Bye friend. Hey guys, so when I first started doing this, I had a billion recordings and I literally had no idea how to distribute them anywhere. And that's when I downloaded the free Anchor app. And I am so grateful I did because it was a total game changer. Anchor is a one-stop shop, allowing me to record, edit, and distribute all my content at once. The best thing is, is that it's super easy to navigate and I can take it with me anywhere I travel in the world. So if you have something to say, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to start sharing your message with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so excited to be a part of this journey with you. And please follow me on Instagram for daily motivation at Cassie Conway is rad and help a sister out by leaving me a review and screenshotting this episode and tagging me. I love you guys. And remember, you can be a renegade in your own life, creating the love, joy, health, and abundance that you are seeking. Thank you.